Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This episode of the Love Food Podcast is brought to you by Green Mountain at Fox Run, the pioneering women's retreat to help you find peace with food, fitness, and your body. Green Mountain is excited to announce a one-time opportunity to first-time guests, an all-new Taste of Green Mountain weekend program. Participants will be introduced to key strategies to learn to eat, move, feel, and live in the moment. To hashtag be her now, visit fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by award-winning dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita, and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 57 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and food peace promoter. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And I have a few questions for you. Do you live with so much body shame that you've contemplated stomach surgery like gastric bypass? Or have you already gone through with gastric bypass? I am wondering how this experience has happened for you. And I have a letter from someone who did just that. And what she was hoping was that by getting the gastric bypass surgery, that it would help her relationship with food and help her feel more comfortable in her own skin. Yet 
it only made her relationship with food and her body more complicated. And now she's stuck. To complicate things, this letter writer also is a healthcare provider. She's a registered dietitian and she has polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I take a stab at helping and providing some solutions for her to experiment with. And, you know, the conversation about polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS is something that's really near and dear to my heart. And in September, I'm going to be launching a very cool, I'm hoping, um, online course for PCOS and food peace. It's going to be just for people with PCOS who really are at diet rock bottom and are looking for something different and wanting to make peace with food in their body without dieting, without being a slave to the scale. And if you would like to stay up on the details, again, I'm, I'm just in the development phase right now. I'm not going to be launching until September 1st, but you can stay up to date on any developments by signing up for my newsletter. You can sign up by going to my website. It's juliedillonrd.com. And do you struggle with PCOS and making peace with food in your body? I would love to hear from you. What are the points that keep you stuck? What are the toughest parts for you? Um, if you could just email me, lovefoodpodcasts at gmail.com. You know, I think it would help me make a course that would most help you and anyone else who's struggling with the same thing. And I know a lot of people are struggling. That's why I'm making this course. I've been working with people um, in North Carolina for many years now on this subject, and I really want to help more people. That's why I'm putting this together. So anyway, enough about this. Let's go ahead and hear this episode's letter. Dear food, where do I start food? We've been at odds since as far back as I can remember. And now I'm 25. In grade school, I hated you because I was bigger than all my friends. I blamed you and me. When my parents divorced, I ate more of you than I needed to, often at night when I could indulge alone and without judgment. Needless to say, the weight started piling on, but I still couldn't seem to stop. I even fantasize about ridding you from my stomach after eating too much of you, but I could never make myself do it. Then, in college, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, or PCOS, after gaining nearly 100 pounds seemingly out of the blue. I became very depressed, food. So depressed that I tried crazy fad diets, diet pills, and obsessively restricting you. I also developed weird mealtime rituals as a way to further try and control you. I took a semester and a half off of college to try to understand how, do you, how you work with my body food. But when nothing helped me lose weight and keep it off, I listened to my doctor's advice and had bariatric surgery in order to keep my relationship with you in check. It's been three years since having my surgery, and I've gained back about half of the weight that I had lost. Worst yet is that I still eat more than I should, only now I have bulimia too. The most terrible part, food, is that I'm a dietitian. I started studying you after returning to school, but never understood where I fit into the dietetics community. I was in such denial about our relationship, food, that I didn't even realize how bad my problems with you were until an eating disorder dietitian guest lectured for my internship class last spring. Everything she said resonated with me in a way that was unlike any other nutrition topic I had studied. 
I'm currently working as a full-time dietitian and feel like such a fraud. Here I am instructing people on how to properly nourish themselves when I can barely get a handle on my own food issues. I'm ashamed and frustrated to say the least. I'm also so interested in food behavior and eating disorders and would love to specialize in it. But how can I when I'm an overweight binge eater turned bulimic post-bariatric surgery? Love, a sham seeking clarity. Before we explore this episode's letter, a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Green Mountain at Fox Run, the pioneering women's retreat to help you find peace with food, fitness, and your body in Ludlow, Vermont. For over 40 years, Green Mountain has developed sustainable, non-diet strategies for women who struggle with weight, emotional and binge eating, and feelings of food addiction. Last year, Green Mountain opened its Women's Center for Binge and Emotional Eating, the only clinical program in the nation dedicated solely to women suffering with binge eating disorder and emotional eating. Ready to set yourself free from dieting and restrictions, untruths, and fads? Visit fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information about Green Mountain at Fox Run and the Women's Center for Binge and Emotional Eating. A life free of weight, eating, and body struggles is closer than you think. Visit fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information. Hey there, letter writer. I have to tell you, I have so many thoughts in my head right now. I'm having a hard time deciding where to start. And when I get in that space, that kind of is a cue to me how exhausting this must be for you because I'm feeling a bit exhausted just thinking about all the different things that are important here. So I want to let you know that this does sound exhausting because I think I'm feeling it too. And wow, how tough for you to navigate all of this and all from something, from food, you know, something that we all relate to many times throughout the day, and then also something that you've chosen as your career. So I hope that the next few minutes give you some, I don't know, some solutions to maybe experiment with and to see if they they fit for you. But I I, I first want to say that you are not a sham. You are definitely not a sham. You know, you're struggling with shame and acceptance. And you know what? You, you also sound like you're knee deep in an eating disorder that could be honestly quite life-threatening. And one thing you are not is a sham. What is, what is a sham is the bullshit lies you've been fed probably since you were young. And I would include in that um, the bariatric surgery as a solution to all of your experiences with food. I do think that's a sham. And bariatric surgery to me should be called stomach amputation because that's really what it is. And it's not something that has really these long-term outcomes documented for us. You know, what do what is it like to be 80 years old with um, your stomach amputated? What's it like to carry a pregnancy to term? Um, I know people are experiencing that now, but we don't have all this data to really provide someone, um, I think, an adequate informed consent to whether or not this is a health-promoting choice. And, and it's a choice that you've made with 
the options you were given. So I know you did it in the spirit of this is the best thing for me. So it's it's what you have for right now. So as we move forward with this discussion, something I want to be very clear on is that I think it's important in the profession of nutrition and any kind of healthcare profession, it's important to have size diversity. You know, we can't tell by looking at someone how healthy they are. So I think it's important to have fat dietitians, fat gym teachers, fat healthcare providers in general. And I speak more about this in episode eight with Glennis Oyston. We talk about how important size diversity is. And she is someone who identifies as a fat dietitian. Um, and we received a letter from a student who's in a fat body. And so I want to point you to that. But without, you know, knowing this, I also am still curious about something, letter writer. You know, what what made you actually choose to study nutrition? Um, for many people experiencing an eating disorder, they choose nutrition because it's a way to fulfill their desire to know more about food and not necessarily because they want it as a career. And again, I think that you're knee deep in an eating disorder that needs a team around you in order to move out of it. I don't think anyone should expect you to um, move away from bulimia on your own. You know, that's like telling someone with cancer to go mix their own chemotherapy bag or something. You know, of course we don't do that. And um, an eating disorder is something that does require um, a team for most people to be in a place of health again, to not have that eating eating disorder anymore. So in the show notes, I have a link for you to help find an eating disorder dietitian. And I know you're a dietitian yourself, but I have to let you know how common it is for dietitians to seek out other dietitians. I myself have worked with many, many dietitians in my career, and I will always um, do that. I really actually enjoy working with dietitians. So if you have a hard time finding one near you, or if you are hesitant to find one that lives near you just because of um, wanting to have a confidential kind of nature of it, just know that you can find many practitioners online as well, um, people who've been working with this for a long time. So um, I think that's what's going to be needed for you to kind of help move forward. And then I would question as you move forward, do you want to stay a dietitian? Like what made you actually want to pursue this career? And um, do you want to continue it? And I do find that I work with a number of people that decide as they move out of the eating disorder that they do not want to be a dietitian anymore. And that can be a hard decision, but it is the best decision for them. And um, besides all of that, um, something we have to also be honest with is that because you've had this stomach amputation, aka bariatric surgery, um, we don't have a lot of data on helping people who um, have bariatric surgery to recover from an eating disorder because we just, (laughs) it's a kind of a newer kind of experience. So I know a lot of practitioners, myself included, have felt ill-prepared in the past working with folks who are recovering from anorexia or bulimia or binge eating disorder who are um, also um, recovering from bariatric surgery. But it is becoming more common. I know I feel more comfortable with it. I wouldn't say I'm 100%, but I think I'm doing the best I can. And so I know there's people out there that can help you recover from bulimia, even though you've had bariatric surgery. And um, 
I would encourage you as you find a team to make sure that as a part of your healing, they do not include weight loss as part of it. And you may or may not agree with that letter writer, but I think it's really well established in the literature that one cannot heal from an eating disorder while they pursue weight loss. It's just, you can't do both at the same time. And it sounds like it, what you're needing to do to stay safe is to heal. So when you seek out treatment, I would encourage you to make sure that they are folks who are not um, what we would call weight normative, um, or they don't um, also provide like weight management services or weight loss services that they are dietitians that will um, focus on your healing and maybe identify then as a health at every size practitioner. So um, lastly, um, something I want to include also in our food peace syllabus this week. And if you're new to the podcast, the food peace syllabus is a collection of blog posts and um, other podcasts, books, just resources in general that will help further your relationship with food and help cultivate it. And um, I have a number of blog posts on the polycystic ovarian syndrome experience or PCOS and how to help calm the chaos that comes with that because uh, you know it's more likely to experience an eating disorder when, when someone has PCOS and um, it can feel chaotic at times. And so I have a lot of um, blog posts on that. So I'm going to include those in the show notes as part of the food piece syllabus. I also had an experience where I got to work with um, a woman named Whitney Thor, who is someone who has a um, documentary type show on TLC. The show is called My Big Fat Fabulous Life. And in season two, I was her dietitian. And I wrote um, a number of articles on you know, the recommendations I give Whitney in the show and how can you can use them. And for you, letter writer, you've experienced so many things like she has experienced. You know, she has PCOS. She gained 100 pounds in college. She has been very open with her experiences with uh, bulimia and other eating disorders. And um, so a lot of the um, advice that I give to Whitney, I think you'll find helpful as well. So we're going to go put those in the show notes for you. And letter writer, I see food has written back. So I want to get to that. But until then, please take care and know that you are not a sham. The advice you received was the sham. And, you know, I there is help for you out there. I want you to hang in there and to take care. Dear Sham Seeking Clarity, you have been through so much and together we have tried to make amends, but we are starting to see that it really isn't about us. It's about all the lies, deception, stigma, and shame infiltrating our relationship. You are not a sham. You are a human being with needs, emotional and physical. Denying those needs only pushes us away from healing. Your experiences will provide insight in your career and life work. Be sure you actually want to help others with food. If it's right for you, then our struggles will only provide wisdom, depth, and insight. Don't give body hate any more power. Move forward by moving through. Love food. Do you have a complicated relationship with food and want to change? I want to help. Send your dear food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. I hope to read about your experiences soon. Thank you for listening. 
I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Love Food Series. Have you enjoyed the show, or would you like to give me feedback? I welcome your thoughts. Please give a review in iTunes and subscribe. This type of kindness helps the show continue. You can also tweet me at eatingpermitrd. Take care. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.